Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Easter is Around the Corner. Ready? What does Easter mean to you? Last night, I saw a commercial on television that was rather offensive and made me want to erp. A well-known toy store ran a showy ad promising all the coolest toys and treats to make Easter special. That's when I thought, wait a second, I guess I missed something. When did Easter become so commercialized? When did the stripping of Christianity's second most important day take place whilst we just watched? Reminds me of being in London a couple years ago when my family attended an awe-inspiring Easter service at Westminster Abbey. But outside and around town, in the newspapers and popular media, Easter was not even mentioned. Instead, there was talk about it being a bank holiday, one of many public holidays spread throughout the year that recognized special events of various kinds. The resurrection of our Lord, the pinnacle of history, was lumped in with special events of various kinds. Gone was the celebration of the resurrection of our Lord. Not on my watch. Friends, many of us are observing a Lenten practice of preparing our hearts for Easter, which is good. <laughs> Hopefully not in a silly, obligatory manner of school children who give up something they would not really miss anyway, like spinach. The idea of Lenten preparation is for extended times of prayer, fasting, and personal examination in the vein of David's soul-searching. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. From Psalm 139. In the last several days, I referenced John chapter 15, one of my very favorite chapters in the entire Bible. I also talked about abiding in Jesus Christ, which is... Um, part and parcel of that chapter, learning to practice His presence as a matter of course in our daily lives. How I thank God for His unfathomable love, for His desire to know us and be known by us. The God of the universe wants to know and be known by you and me. Oh yeah, and He loves us. <laughs> So, regarding some personal soul-searching, wanted to remind us of something called spiritual breathing. The basic idea is that you live with a moment-by-moment -moment awareness of the Holy Spirit, and walking in the Spirit becomes as natural, as habitual, as breathing. It's just part of who you are. Here's how it works. The moment you become aware of sin in your life, you exhale. When you exhale, you breathe out and you repent of your sin. So the moment you are prideful, jealous, lustful, harsh, selfish, impatient, or, I don't know, fill in the blank, angry, you exhale and you repent of your sin. I'm sorry, God. Repentance becomes a natural response and clears out space in our hearts for the Spirit to fill us. You know, the whole discussion of sin is an interesting one. I've had folks tell me that they do not sin. But sin is not just the big things that come to mind. It is our preoccupation with self, thinking more oft of ourselves and how we feel, 
thinking we know better, even as Adam and Eve, and Eve thought they knew better than God, so thought to partake of the one and only thing in paradise that he withheld. Genesis chapter 3. The only way there is room for me to be filled with the Spirit is if I first empty myself of me. When I empty me of me, there is space for the Holy Spirit to fill me. Hmm. Well, then you inhale. When you inhale, you breathe in and pray to be filled with the Spirit, and you surrender control over to Him. As you practice spiritual breathing, it teaches you to keep in step with the Spirit. Make spiritual breathing part of who you are, for if you do, you will truly know what it is to abide in Christ. In addition, you will follow Paul's mandate to take every thought captive, 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5, rather than letting the world around you mold the patterns of your heart and mind. I pray that you will be filled to overflowing with the Spirit, daily practicing the presence of God, readying your heart and my heart for the celebration of Christ's sacrifice and His triumph over the grave, which is our greatest gain. Well, until the morrow, may the grace of our Lord surround each of you. May the peace of our Lord Jesus reign in your heart. Amen. If you'd like to read this or print it out, consider um, its claims or the sources once again, a little more carefully. You can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Powerful Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings, and again the title of this one, Easter is Around the Corner. Ready?